Now you listen to me, you sick son of a bitch. Welcome back! Wow, it's like an, an, an Egyptian kettle just waiting to explode. You bloody know it! <laughs> what energy, man. I, every time I do that, I feel like fainting, but I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling absolutely fantastic. And guys, welcome back! Everybody, look, a new new venture, this new place here. This is our new B, B studio. studio. Thank you. Um, so, really good new location here. Why we're we doing this? Because it's a very special episode today. It's a very important episode today. That's right. It's uh, episode twenty-two, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which means we've made it through. Uh, well, we've made it through twenty-one of these. That's we'll get to see what happens with this one. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, good one. Do you want to know why the number twenty-two is significant, Omar? Um, well, twenty-two. Uh, actually, twenty-one million. Bitcoins have uh, only... That's how many Bitcoins there are ever. 21 million. You can't have any more than 21. Nope, that's right. Yeah, but this is episode 22, so I'm not sure how that becomes relevant. It doesn't really, does anyway, it? Anyway, okay. yeah, the, the, the meaning of the number 22 uh, is, is... It's a master number in numerology, yeah, which means it has, ext- uh, an, it has an extraordinarily powerful vibration. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Sort of interesting, not really. I'm not, not, I'm not really quite sure how n- numbers vibrate. Doesn't no. seem to make a lot of sense. Seems it's think so, kind no. of just a bit of bit of writing or I think it's it bullshit. Is. I don't know where you got that from. Actually, it's fact. we had, <laughs> it's not fact. We probably googled it from somewhere. Twenty-two actually is how many um, bat tokens we got today as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Still with the crypto tips. The crypto tips, and yeah, uh, yeah so that's Brilliant. really good. So happy about that. If you want to, uh, how do they, how do people tip us? We'll do that later on. Oh, we'll do a sponsor right, okay. a bit later on. Who gives a shit? Um, but then also, <laughs> also we're gonna um, let's just start off here because we have got a big episode we have to get through. So Noel, how was your week? Well, don't my- really give a shit. We're going to get right past that. We don't care. Um, this is a big episode. This is shits and gigs, and this is the presents the crypto episode with Alex Saunders See, from Nugget News. So I've been looking forward to this because uh, this is one of my favorite subjects. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just love talking about cryptos. We're going to get into Bigfoots. We're going to get into aliens. We're going to get into what? the Chupacabra. It's going to be what the fantastic. Fuck is that? What is that? No, aliens? Why aliens? cryptids? That's what we're talking no, about. No cryptos. What? It's cryptocurrencies. It's the same thing, isn't no, it? No, it's not. We're oh, not talking about barefoot and oh, shit. Oh, for God's sake. Bigfoot and stuff. No, mate, this is crypto. This is cryptocurrency well, I get- with an expert, okay. Alex Saunders. Okay, Alex Saunders. so let's, we're not doing... Well, okay. I don't know what the yeah, fuck well, that well, is. I'm, anyway, so uh, look, this is th- we've got an expert in here because I'm sick of talking about Bitcoin. Everyone's asking me what the hell's going on with Bitcoin. What is Bitcoin? What is mining? What is blockchain? What is this? What is that coin? This coin's popping up there. No one really knows what the hell's going on. So we decided to get a, an expert in the field. His name is Alex Saunders from Nuggets News. I'm part of the community. He's an amazing guy. And there he is. Alex? Oh, jeez, I need a break already. <laughs> you guys you guys are unreal. <laughs> well, that's what... Well, uh, so are cryptids, apparently. Yeah. They're unreal as well. But we won't be getting into that today because obviously uh, you're here to talk to us a little bit about uh, uh, cryptocurrencies. Mm. Well, uh, the fa- fascinating world. I mean, obviously, Omar, is, he's well into it. Like, I love it. He, I wouldn't say love he's it. an expert, wow. but he enjoys it. I do enjoy it. <laughs> and I've been I'm, in it for a long time now. I've been in yeah, for a long time. And I'm a complete noob. I know mm. nothing. So yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to learning a few bits and bobs and, and getting to know yourself. So, uh, yeah, this, this should be great. Welcome. Welcome. Mm. I'm very awesome. excited. No, I'm, uh, I'm keen to get into it. And if only the people at home could see what goes down in the pre-interview. It's <laughs> <laughs> very smooth. <laughs> leave that as a mystery for them <laughs> yeah yeah um but no alex you're an expert in the field i've been part of your community for quite a while now i've been watching your stuff um so much information he's got a huge team noel and he pumps out a lot of content you must not sleep at all between that and the 18 month old uh oh. no oh, do, wow. a couple of hours a night a couple of hours a night i still get and uh mm-hmm. hey it's better than being in crypto winter when everything's going down, everyone hates crypto. So you don't mm-hmm. complain when everything's going well and you only get a few hours sleep. You make the most of it. See, there the we go. I've learned something already. Cryptos have seasons. Uh, well, right. make the notes. Crypto winter. Make your notes, mate. Yeah, crypto make your notes. Crypto autumn. Yeah, good. There's all that. Spring. Don't forget spring. spring. Um, so, so let's just get into Alex, you, yourself. How are you the expert? People at home don't know you. Part of our audience, they don't know who the hell you are. Um, <laughs> but we, I do. I, a lot of my close friends do as well. So, again, I, I love that you're here today and I appreciate your time. But, um, Alex, what's Nuggets News? Who are you? Where did you start? What's going on? 
Yeah, I guess I fell into the the role of expert because the industry's got no formal degrees and uh, no one else knew what the hell was going on when it first started to blow up in 2017. So mm -hmm. let's rewind a little bit before that. Uh, I trained as a pharmacist and um, always liked you know sport and how the body works, science, grew up with computers. So that was sort of my, my passions. Um, did pharmacy, got into it, wasn't, wasn't really loving the industry. There's a fair bit of... Uh, you know, Big Pharma, which is a whole other episode we could do. Uh, mm -hmm. So I had been getting into investing more and more. I'd lost some money in the financial crisis, which happened in 2008. Mm -hmm. And my parents gave me some shares for my 21st birthday, which was that year. So my introduction oh, to investing was losing <laughs> half your money and mm -hmm. saying to mum and dad, did you lose half your money as well? And they said, yeah, we lost half our retirement savings. And we're paying this guy to put us in all the best investment products. And I said, you're, you're paying this guy to lose half your money. And I thought, that's an easier job than the weatherman. I want to learn how to do that. So uh, went down that rabbit hole, watched all the great documentaries, which I'm sure you guys have seen about the financial crisis and how the yes. financial system nearly blew up mm -hmm. um, and became a little bit of a gold and silver bug. You know, people get attracted to, well, what is safe money? And there's all this debt and everyone's printing all this funny money now. And that crowd, the alternate crowd in the belief of money, sort of turns to gold and silver. And then in 2012, I read an article about uh, Bitcoin. It was this digital money, and it was created by you know cypherpunks and libertarians for similar reasons to gold and silver. So it was kind of like a digital version of that, saying we need our own money system because we can't trust the banks and the governments and these these guys that keep getting bailed out when things go wrong. You know, there's all this fraud and bad stuff in the, this industry. So let's make our own money for the people, a kind of digital digital money for the people. Uh, and I thought that was a really cool idea. And we lived in a like a digital world where we can have a video chat like this in high definition, um, but we can't send money to our friends. It, it, it takes forever. The fees are through the roof. You know, why is it that money in value is not digital, but everything else around it? Uh, is so I was pretty bullish on it straight away. Bitcoin was like ten dollars at the time, um, and I went yeah went down that rabbit hole and annoyed all my friends and family about it. And not many <laughs> of them listened. Most thought I was crazy. Uh, and then it started to pick up a little bit more in 2016, 2017, where there was some other crypto coins that were doing different things, were going up in price, which is what gets people's attention. Uh, and that's when 2017, the next kind of bubble happened, when you heard about mm -hmm. Bitcoin go from 1,000 to 20,000 or Ethereum, mm -hmm. which is the second biggest one, went from $6 to $1,400 in 12 months. Hear that? Um, yeah, so that, sorry, just to, just to get my bearings, what year was it when the guy bought the Xbox for the, for the Bitcoin? Which you could oh, for, you know, he bought two pizzas. Is that the one? Is that what you're oh, the pizzas. Two, was that the first purchase with Bitcoin? That was a major one, wasn't it? That was the first time that they had value. So I think it was 20,000 Bitcoins for a pizza. Yeah. And that wow. works roughly over something billion dollars. Like a, a cent each, something like that. Yeah. yeah. But now that that pizza is valued as the most expensive pizza ever. <laughs> I, if, I bet it, it is. Yeah, it was oh, over yeah. like a something, a couple billion now in value. If you if you kept wow. those bitcoins, it'd yeah. be over a couple billion now I, for that. I remember when the guy who bought who got bought the first like Xbox with it with bitcoin. He, yeah, why would you was, buy a fucking Xbox with bitcoin? I don't know. That's a waste it was, of it was the, it bitcoin. Was kind of the, the point. Hey, look, I can purchase something with oh, this now. It's okay. worth something. So he bought this Xbox, and then in today's money, he could buy like several houses. Totally. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you could, you, were, you were right in it early, weren't you? Pretty early. You couldn't buy it in Australia. It took me months to figure out how to buy it. By then, it had gone to $30, and I thought I'd missed the, miss the boat. But um, hey, that's hindsight, isn't it? It's all well and good. So yeah. 2017 happens. It's blowing up. People are adding me to... My mates are adding me to these Facebook groups saying, hey, there's these guys talking about Bitcoin over here. Isn't that what you like? And answer these guys' questions. And so I started making a YouTube video just to tell them how to buy it. And then there was heaps of questions about, well, what do you do next? And so that just led it one day after another making videos. And I get home from work and someone will say, what about this coin? And, you know, what about this bit of news? And I just, yeah, I enjoyed making these videos. Uh, and before I know it, it was growing really fast, like thousands of people. And um, I actually had a young guy, because I live down in Tasmania, and I had a young guy who was a banker who was also down in Tasmania. And he reached out to me and said, um, I'd love to pay you for your time to teach me more because these videos are great but there's only so much you can kind of kind of learn you walk away with mm -hmm. a million more questions 
And I said, no, oh, was, hold on, was he going to pay you in Bitcoin or actual money at that, at that oh, point I, in time? I can't remember. It might have been either. But um, yeah, I said, oh, no worries. And he said, oh, okay, you know, how much? I said, oh, I don't know, like half an hour, 100 bucks an hour, I guess sounds like a pretty decent rate. I'll, you know, just give us 50 bucks for half an hour. And I helped him and he's like, mate, you know, you need to charge way more than this. You know, lawyers charge this much and you st- should start a, a group or a website or something. And I'd never thought about mm. it at all like that. And I said, oh, okay. And so I kind of, I started and said, you know, 25 bucks to join this this group. And before you know it, we had just people coming in left, right and center. And mm-hmm. um, I thought, well, hey, I can cut back at work if we get to a few hundred people. And we got to a thousand people pretty quickly. And I'd, one of my mates had lost his job at Australia Post. He came and started helping me with admin because we were just like trying to reconcile payments and it was all over the place. Uh, I had another young guy who I'd played cricket with and um, I'd actually convinced him to quit school a few years earlier because he was a bit of an entrepreneur. And uh, mm. that was, a, I'm a big believer in karma and all that. And he, yeah, came around and just started rocking up to my place each morning and ended up selling his own businesses that he'd built because he just loved this stuff more. So all of a sudden, mm, my wife's wow. going, what's going on? There's guys in our lounge room while you're going to work because <laughs> I was still working at the pharmacy. And there's these guys running my business. And it was really <laughs> cool behind the scenes at that stage. So I eventually quit and um, did it full time. My wife wasn't very happy because we were getting married, wanted to start a family. And I was a manager at a pharmacy. And she's going, you're quitting to make YouTube videos. And we've got all this you know, <laughs> oh, bills wow. and stuff. And uh, I guess the rest is history. So Bitcoin kind of kept going down after I'd quit my job for those next couple of years, which is what we joke about as crypto winter. And that's when everyone thinks it's dead and and, and whatnot. So I guess you hear these stories all the time where it's in the long term, it's the best time to build a business when things are really tough and you find out, you know, about about yourself and about people that are interested in crypto. And through that time, um, we continue to do a lot of educational content give people really good advice, which now that we're in a bull market, people have made a lot of money um, from our research and all these other things mm-hmm. that we kind of do. So it's all... I definitely have. I've made some money off, off Alex's tips group. And, yeah, wow. tips. And, so tips how, and, many, how many people do you think you have working for you now? Well, 18 months ago, my mate that was from Australia Post, he, he was kind of losing interest and it wasn't we weren't that busy because crypto was dying. And so he yeah. said, oh, you know, I, I want to move on. And, you know, that was fine. So it was just two of us. And then as a business, you know, we're losing money at that stage. Um, and funnily enough, that was right at the, you know, the, it's darkest before the dawn and things turned around. And here we are 80 months later, we've got two more people we're hiring this week, which will be 23 and 24. Wow. P- people, 20, 20, wow, that's not bad. Fantastic. It's bigger than our team. Yeah, we've only got, well, we're <laughs> down to one. We lost another editor. We lost you, another you, editor. You know what happened to him this time? What? He left a, a, a taco <laughs> in his pocket. Yeah. Chupacabra. Took him down. Uh, no, yeah, not another yeah, one of Yeah, these another stories. wild dog attack. We've got, these You're South Ameri- this up. we've got these South American editors that do all the editing for us because we can pay them like eight rupees. Yeah. And uh, um, unfortunately, they keep getting killed by packs of wild dogs and stuff. So it's quite tragic. It is quite tragic. But, so, but now we've got to find another one. It was fine. But those guys did want to accept Bitcoin as well, but we gave them cash because <laughs> yeah. we want to hold on to that Bitcoin. <laughs> well, that's a damn good story, man. And, wow, what um, a success story. It yeah. is a success and it's only going to get better. You know, that's what I was going to ask next. So, so the the turbulent times that we've had recently has that has that been a, a win or a lose for for the crypto uh, community? Whoa, whoa, whoa! I think you're jumping the gun here. What? What you're going to? What what's happened with um, the Rona? Oh, the, the Rona virus. I want to know how you know they've they've talking about economic collapse and all this. Yeah, stuff. yeah. I want to know how it's affected the 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 crypto world. Well, we could go straight into that, or do, do, you, do we need to know what the hell fucking Bitcoin is? Well, that, we could start with that, I suppose. Oh, for God's sake, we're going back. To Where do you think, Alex? Where do you think yeah. we should start? With the value of a dollar, the Bitcoin, the blockchain, or if Corona? Uh, well, I mean. Uh, a couple of days ago, before we mucked up the recording, I did a good job of explaining Bitcoin. You said so. There's no, there's no pressure on to em- emulate that and repeat that. But um, what do you reckon? Let's do it. Let's get into that. Crack. Nothing Let's happened. To everyone at home, I don't know what the hell Alex is talking about. This we have a, this is the first interview this we've is done. The first time we've even talked. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Uh, I stuffed up the first one. I haven't told the audience. Don't know that. But yes, I fucked it up, and I'm sorry, Alex, for that. <laughs> um, okay. So let's do it. What is Bitcoin? What is Bitcoin? What is Bitcoin? Okay. So. Uh, I kind of touched on this before. Bitcoin is um, digital money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these days, that already confuses a lot of people because people don't understand what money is. So some people think of money as cash. Some people think of that money in the bank, um, you know, gold and silver to some people. But more and more these days, money is just 
you know, electronic. It's either on your phone or your online banking, whatever it is. And then you've got to take a step further to understand Bitcoin. You've got to understand money a little bit more. So money these days is where is that money if you've got it at the bank? Well, it's in ANZ or Combank. It's just really in their computers, in their hard drives. They've got records of who's got money. And people never take that first step to start to think about, oh, yeah, okay, well, I guess that is that is money. So when you start to talk about digital money and digital currency, well, it's kind of the same thing. We all have these Bitcoins and these digital money, except for they're in our hard drives and our computers rather than the bank's computers. So once you can sort of like look at it that way, I think that becomes a lot easier for people to go, oh, okay, well, it's not just this this funny money <laughs> that doesn't really exist anywhere because that's that's what all money is these days. So the dif what's the difference then between those two? Well, one's obviously endorsed by the government um, and the other one, well, who endorses this? And the answer is, well, it starts small with a few few people that, that created Bitcoin. And we don't know who the creator is. It's kind of an anonymous. And there's a small group of cypherpunks. And then there's a bit bigger group and more and more people just start to trust and use this thing. And one guy buys you know, a pizza for 20,000 of these, these things one day. And all of a sudden they have value. And then the more people that use them, you say, well, it, it, it goes up in value. So why do people place value on something? And it's because of what it can do. So if I want to send you money over the internet somewhere in the world, I can't really do that with Aussie dollars. I can't send someone $50 to Russia because I, I'd lose more than that on the exchange rate and the fees. So yeah. I can send $50 of Bitcoin to someone in Russia and the fee might be one cent. And so all of a sudden you say, well, this thing has some value. We don't know what mm. it is, but if heaps of people use this, then that has heaps of value to those people, more than the $50 they would have lost. So this is how you kind of got to start to think about Bitcoin is valuable because of what it can allow people to do. And then you look at the more the specifics of, of Bitcoin, and there's only 21 million units or Bitcoins, like you said before. Mm -hmm. And this is the big differentiator from currency with what's happening today when you're reading the news about all these governments are printing trillions of dollars and you think well that's not fair i didn't get any of that trillions of dollars they're using that to bail out the banks or to stop this uh you know derivative exploding on wall street and that's people are kind of getting sick of this system where all the money seems to be going into the stock market and making the rich richer and no no one's getting a, a wage rise or anything like that in the real world and when it gets to a certain point like you see in argentina venezuela zimbabwe all of a sudden they're walking mm. around with wheelbarrows full of money because they've just printed too much and so bitcoin represents the opposite of that there's a fixed number and it's scarce and that allows people to i i guess trust that the government can't print a trillion of them and inflate it away so anyone that's in those countries i just named that held a bit of wealth in bitcoin have done really well but you've done well no matter where you are really because all countries have printed heaps more money and Bitcoin's been adopted and used more and more and so it goes up in price because there's only a set number of them. So each time more people kind of use them then this price and this value, the network effects uh, grow. Oh, sorry, dumb person yeah. question. What's to stop yeah. somebody... Um, like how how do we know there's 21 million of them? What's to somebody like ca like yeah. you can counterfeit coins or you can counterfeit cash? Can somebody yeah. counterfeit a Bitcoin? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So um, the thing that's revolutionary about Bitcoin and people go, oh, Bitcoin won't won't ever work out. There'll be a better one. The first one never wins. You know, it'll be the MySpace. The thing is, there's been heaps of people try to make digital currencies before and they all failed for reasons like that. And so they solve these problems and you get back to the rules and who's got the, you know, it's the banks have got the money in their servers and computers. So we've all got the rules and the software in our computers and anyone can download the app or run that computer program and run Bitcoin. And so at the moment around the world, there's 10,000 nodes and that just means 10,000 computers that are kind of running the Bitcoin software, the network. And yeah. they've all got the, the ledger and the set of rules. So if I send you um, a Bitcoin, they kind of, they check and they say, well, does that address Alex's Bitcoin wallet have, mm. have a Bitcoin mm. in there to send to the other person? And they all kind of check the rules and then it updates the ledger. Mm -hmm. So all yeah. Bitcoin is, is just like a software that's just an accounting ledger.
Mm. So yeah, so so there's accountability. It's based, of, of yeah. Who who has what, where, and exactly. when? Exactly, but no, not who, because we don't know who. We've it's, only got the okay. We, you've got the where got, and the when. We only know the where and the when and how much to what. Yeah. But we don't know that I'm Omar is sending to Alex, who is then buying drugs from Noel. Not on not on the Bitcoin ledger. You don't. Mm. But if you send me money and I know that it's come from you, then I can say, well, hey, that address there. I can kind of say, well, I know that that's Omar's. Yes. And the yeah. police might say, hey, that address there, he bought those bitcoins. We know that's his address. And then he sent them over to the Russian drug lord. You know, yeah. we know that Omar's committing crime. So <laughs> there's kind of ways crime. to not trace it, but there's, mm. but it's this, it's kind of not. You don't, but that, you don't really have to understand that too much. No, you don't. But then also, if that's the thing, how people say, and you've said this before, is people say that. Bitcoin is used for drugs, drug trafficking, tra trafficking, and buying drugs. But so is money. So, but money's worse because if you send me the Bitcoin to buy my drugs, and then I go to cash out, I've got to go to an exchange which has got like a AML, know your customer yeah. KYC there. So then the the FBI or the New Zealand drug uh, Jacinta Ardern can yeah. come following me all the way and go right. This person from this address, who is this person where the money came into? They go, oh, that's Omar Sobke dealing drugs again. Yeah, that's and right. Oh, they got me. <laughs> and also, you, you can't sniff a line for a Bitcoin, can you? No, you can't. Can with a hundred dollar note. So. Yeah, I don't, no, we can't be <laughs> sniffing lines. This is Jesus. <laughs> so that's um, yeah, that's a good point. And there's lots of lots of criminals have been caught by using Bitcoin. So that, that that's kind of changed the misconception that Bitcoin's bad. They actually kind of like like Bitcoin now. And mm, look yeah. at the banks. The banks are just every year. There's these record fine for this, that, and the other. You know, in Australia, I'm sure you guys have heard in the news how bad it is. So I just think that those arguments are kind of a little bit outdated. And so Bitcoin has grown in popularity more recently because there's a lot of countries that don't really have banks or that can't send money outside their borders. So the whole, hey, we can send money to anyone, that's, that's pretty cool for countries that need remittance payments and can't get a bank account. But then you say, well, why do we want it in Australia or New Zealand? We can just buy our groceries and we've got you know, cards and bank accounts. It's not that important for us. But in more and more countries, the government have started doing the, the money printing like we've seen in the past to bail out Wall Street, to paper over all these debts and huge problems. Um, in Australia, they just announced $100 billion. You know, they're going to print to help out the banks. And I think that's about a 10% dilution of our current sort of money supply. And America this year have done a 25% dilution mm. of all the money that's ever been printed. They've printed 25% more wow. this year. And so you're hearing the CEOs of these big companies, they come out and they say, yeah, I've got $500 million, but that's just been diluted 25%. And I don't want to be diluted 25% every year. I want something that holds its value. And so mm. gold's performed really well, but Bitcoin mm. has performed even better than that because it's, it's kind of a smaller thing. So it can grow more if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. so, what, so what will happen if these countries keep printing the money like that? Will it end up like... Zimbabwe and stuff like that, where you've got a, a you know a, a truck full of money and it's mm. worth nothing. Yeah, it it already is happening. It's just a matter of like what scale, what degree. You know, they say that inflation when the government reported is you know two or three percent, but everyone knows that when you go to the supermarket or you know you, you go to McDonald's, you remember how much it was ten years ago, mm. and these things mm -hmm. these things are going up like ten, twenty percent a year. The costs of mm, living, yeah. it's not mm. two or three percent. So no, there's a lot not. of BS in all those figures. And when, when you see Bitcoin going up so much, sometimes you just got to think about it as the other way around. Well, this is actually just showing us how, how much they're printing. It's the other way around. It's fiat currency losing value because mm. Bitcoin just stays the same. Mm. So uh, is that how you look at it? You're looking at, at it's not the Bitcoin price going up. It's the dollar losing its value to make assets go up like Bitcoin. Yeah, the way that I want people to think about it um, and why I think it is going to keep going up. I think Bitcoin's going to $100,000 in the next few years. Oof. And I think it can go, next 10, 20 years, I think it can get to a million dollars. And here's why. At the moment, the, the market cap of Bitcoin, the value of all the Bitcoins is about $200 billion. And that's just nothing. It's a drop in the ocean compared to all the gold is worth 10 or 15 trillion. All the currency in, around the world is worth you know, 10, 20, 30 trillion. And then you've got all these other, you know, the Wall Streets, the, the derivatives and these things, you know, hundreds of trillions of dollars. So all this kind of funny money or things that have got value that, that don't really, that are just being printed more and more of, 
more and more people, CEOs, you know, legendary investors, Stan Druckenmiller, he's the greatest investor in modern times this week, came out and said that Bitcoin is the best way to protect your wealth. It's going to outperform gold. Wow. And so you've got trillions of dollars that's trying to get into something worth billions of dollars. And you just think about like a swimming pool. The thing that's small is going to keep expanding and taking money off the other thing. Uh, and so I think that Bitcoin is going to go to a market cap worth at least a trillion. Once we hit the trillion for the value, you know, you divide that by your, your 21 million coins or whatever, and mm. we start to get into these valuations of $100,000 Bitcoin or more. And $1 trillion is, as you say, is absolutely nothing. You know, like one trillion. Like, didn't Apple have a market cap of two trillion dollars a couple of years ago? Yeah. So like, Apple, Apple have got uh, five hundred billion dollars on their balance sheet. So if they wanted to, they could buy every Bitcoin tomorrow. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so that, I was going to ask that. So, um, if everybody buys, then nobody else can buy any more Bitcoin. If all those twenty-one million Bitcoins are bought, right? But there's well, a, no, you can't buy all of them. That everyone's got a price. There's an exchange, and if someone says, "Well, I'll give you thirty thousand dollars," there's going to be one person that says, "Oh, okay." So an exchange yeah, where you buy and sell them—it's like stocks, or it's like baseball cards, or anything. Mm, there's always okay. a buyer and a seller it's at one yeah. price. So there's not there's not like spare Bitcoin sitting around waiting to be bought. These Bitcoins already belong to other people, and they just need to be shared around through negotiating and bargaining and stuff. Well, well, well yeah, this- trade it. Traders are the ones that are kind of trade pushing yeah. them on the exchanges and the price. And then the guys at home like Omar might say, you know, oh, wow, Bitcoin hit 30K. You know what? I might sell one and he'll send his Bitcoin back to his exchange and he'll sell it. Mm. But then also the fact is you can't, there's not 21 million Bitcoin right now in market. Okay. We still have to mine. There's a, there's an algorithm behind it for the amount of, is that so they, right? They need to be created. Always. They need to be created. They need to be, um, to, to keep the yeah. ledger alive. And yeah, this is where mining comes into it. And there's a, a set date when we know all the Bitcoins, all 21 are going to be mined. Like, what is the percentage now? Like 80, 90 something percent of Bitcoins have been mined? Uh, yeah, yeah. So the way that's the last piece of the puzzle we haven't really spoken about. So all the computers Ooh. out there that have a full copy of the Bitcoin history or ledger or software, that's kind of one thing you can do. But you can also uh, process transactions, and that's, they just call that mining. So when I send you Bitcoin, you kind of broadcast out that information to the network, uh, and rather than the bank processing a transaction in their computers like we spoke about, you broadcast a transaction out to the, the world of all the um, Bitcoin computers, and you say, I want to send Omar a Bitcoin. And they all, um, they're kind of competing to solve a, a math problem to get a reward in Bitcoin. So that's the way that the network is kept um, secure, but also competitive. So there's lots of people trying to solve a problem so they can get Bitcoin, and that that prevents people attacking the network and trying to trying to break it basically. Um, and so if the computer that processes the transaction and says, "Yeah, Alex has that Bitcoin. It's now going to Omar," um, they process that information, and that's called a block of information. And they add that to a chain of information, and we call that a, you know, a blockchain. But it's just really like a hard drive. It's just a, a database, and we add more chunks at a time. Wow! Does that so make that, sense? So there we go. Yeah, so, so, so the mining—it's not actual like you know like dwarves in the mines of Moria, like no. hacking diamonds out the side no. of a. No, not no. quite like that. Okay, not quite like that. I mean, it could be if it was an animated series, but <laughs> I, I don't. I, no, it's not like that. But you can think of it like that, and I think that's what people think it is. I think that's the way like, people like my brains work. Mm. Is I'm always thinking of as a like a practical or a physical substance. Mm. And it's hard it was, sometimes for your mind to get around something that totally. doesn't actually exist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But that's it, the but same. It, as it like is m- very similar. Money. It is very similar to gold in that, like you said, there's kind of an emission schedule. So at the start, they were giving away more bitcoins to people that would use it as a bit more of a reward. And so the inflation rate is higher at the start, or the emission, the creation of new bitcoins, and that tapers off. And now we're kind of to the point where it's very, very slow. So um, I'm not sure. Are we at, at uh, 18? million or 19 million i'm not sure we're, we're you know we're right up there now to the point where yeah. it's going to take a hundred years to mine the last million or two million bitcoins now it becomes very so slow that's, 
So we've pretty much, so yeah, we, I think it is around about 18 million Bitcoins and it's around something like 80 or 90% already mined. Wow. And now it's going to take 100 years to get the rest. So, and then also you can't just have one Bitcoin. You can break it down into like um, 0.01. So like at the moment, I, th- I feel like people are rushing in because right now the price of Bitcoin is 18,000 US dollars for one of them. And that's the value of this thing. Um, and I think... Um, over time, people are, right now, they're rushing in to get that one Bitcoin because one Bitcoin is yeah. a lot of money. That, like Some people have not got close to that in savings. or So, so one Bitcoin at the moment is $18,000. USD. Uh, US yeah. dollars. That's okay, the value yeah, of yeah. Bitcoin right now. And that's wow. what the market and everyone's giving it. And, and it keeps going up. And Alex has talked about these big ass... The, the, the guy that he mentioned before, that wasn't a made up name. That was an actual person. What was his name again? That uh, the, yeah. the billion- Stan, Stan Druckenmiller. I mean, Andrew, that's that's good. He sounds like a James Bond bad exactly. guy, doesn't he? Yeah, it's not yesterday, a made-up character. Uh, yesterday we had um, Mexico's third richest person. So he's a billionaire, and he said he put ten percent wow. of his investment portfolio in Bitcoin. So it is. I, I wow. have this joke that nobody wanted to be first because everyone thought Bitcoin was this weird thing, and then it kind of became acceptable, and now everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Bitcoin. Like I want to buy that," and no one wants to be last mm. anymore. So you've got Iran. Yeah. They came out and said, "Hey." Where our central bank is literally going to buy the bitcoins off all the businesses here, so we can use it to do trade. And then you've got these wow. big investors that are coming out. Then you've got uh, Game of Thrones celebrities yesterday saying, yeah. "Hey, we're buying bitcoin." Yeah. So I just Arya Stark came out. Yeah, not not out of the closet, but she came out and said <laughs> that she's she was like, "I um should I long?" She tweeted, "Should I long bitcoin?" And then uh, even Elon Musk came in there and tweeted about <laughs> oh, it as well. Awesome. And also, um, yeah, so it was fun. And I th- I'm sure Elon. Must have some Bitcoin. I think he was yeah. gift, gifted a bit, but he's got he's got who a knows. Bit, but some of these guys have got again. It's a little bit. Elon is just so massive that if he said, "Oh yeah, I own Bitcoin," it could cause like a just a crazy yeah. rush and another huge bubble. <laughs> mm. And it's not really what we want. Um, no, but yeah, I think it's to the point now where it is pretty much mainstream and it's accepted, and that's why the price is going up. Um, and mm. people, yeah, some people think, "Oh, eighteen thousand dollars, no one's going to buy a full Bitcoin." But like Omar said, you could, you've got eight decimal places. So if a sandwich costs zero point, you know zero 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 one five nine, you know it's the wallets yeah. and all that. It does it for you, just like online banking or tapping your card. You don't really need to worry about that and say, oh, Bitcoin's too expensive. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. No, it doesn't. And um, that's the thing. And lots of people run. I don't want to spend my Bitcoin. I'm not spending my Bitcoin. No. You know, it's not like for me. It's not a means of cash. No. As some people thought it was, everyone was at the beginning because it wasn't it Satoshi Nakamoto. So, so it's more, it's more, it's more sort of an investment thing. Well, it's more of like a than, preserve than of a currency. Yeah. Well, it depends. What do you think, Alex? Is it a, is would you call so, Bitcoin a currency? Yeah, yeah, I definitely would. So it started off as uh, more of a peer-to-peer payment because the big problem in the world was the guys didn't want to trust banks. They wanted ways to be able to pay people without trusting banks or without having your bank account shut down when you go to a tattoo parlor or um, you know things like adult entertainment a bit of a taboo subject but there's cannabis shops there's so many businesses that can't get a bank account and that's just not fair oh, and this okay, is a world yeah. where they're trying to phase out cash so that means just those businesses and those individuals can't feed their families or there's these entire countries that don't have banks so there's so many you know we just forget in the west sometimes about how money and value is this thing that's controlled by these bankers who are bad people and time and time again they're getting in trouble for all the wrong things that they're saying Bitcoin's used for uh, and now we have a solution to that. So that's kind of how it started off as a, as a currency and a payment system and it can still do that. It, it can't quite scale to like millions of transactions or you know even hundreds at the moment. It's kind of like the internet in the early days. It's at dial-up speed at the moment. And there are people that are working to upgrade it. So hopefully we'll be able to be used for more payments in the future. But what happened was Mm. it became almost more important to people to protect their wealth and use a currency as a store of value because of how much trillions are being printed. Mm -hmm. So so I'm guessing that the the banks don't like this at all, do they? They they would have done their best to try and get rid of Bitcoin at at the start. And they must be pretty worried because it would be like... When when the internet came around and and there was the print magazines and the newspapers, now the bitcoins coming through. Is it going to make the traditional uh, banking system and money as we used to think about it irrelevant? Because we've got this new new deal in place. You know, damn good question. It it definitely is to some degree. 
Uh, and it's gone through the, that full cycle of, uh, you know, first they ignore you, then they like, laugh at you, then they fight you, and then you win. Yeah. Um, yeah. It kind of crept up on them because it didn't come through Silicon Valley or Wall Street. It was this niche little thing that some weirdos were using on the internet. And then it kind of, in 2014, 2015, a lot of the banks were saying, oh, yeah, the, um, the blockchain technology, we'll use that. You know, we'll use that software and, and whatnot. But then they kind of found out that that's not really what makes Bitcoin cool. It's the fact that everyone runs it and no one can make changes to it. You know, if a bank yeah. just uses it, it's not really like what it was for. And so they kind of, if that was the point they're going to kill it, it would have been that point. And now it's gone full circle where some of the banks and Microsoft are actually using Bitcoin or Ethereum, some of these other cryptocurrencies. Uh, and it's just almost too big to put the genie back in the bottle because anyone can download mm. Bitcoin, a wallet, an app. You know, how do you kind of stop that? It's like anyone has access to the internet. You can't really stop them from downloading a wallet mm. or an app or, yeah, it's to the point mm. of no return. So so they're at that, that, yeah, at the point of where we can't beat them, we have to join them type of thing. Well, the and they literally have. They've gone from blocking these companies to serving them because some of them are so profitable now. Some of them are making more money than banks and the crypto exchange has like 50 staff and the bank has 50,000 staff globally. Wow. And this, this mm, yeah. exchange is making so much money, the bank's like, we need them. They're going to be one of our biggest customers to make more fees off. Mm. So it's gone full circle mm, now where yeah. they're actually serving them. And also, wow. we've got big people that have come into the space like PayPal. It's huge. And they've got all these uh, millions of people using PayPal. And you can actually go on there and buy, sell, and now transfer, I've seen. Um, wow. This is such a big topic because we can go so many, like, we can right. go everywhere. It's, Banks yeah. are jumping on board. We have this uh, city bank that said that Bitcoin's going to go to $310,000 by the 21st, uh, sorry, December 2021 next year. Yeah. So, and this is a bank that came out. And my friends in Christchurch, um, I always bring up Bitcoin with them. Well, they always bring up to me, go, look at when it's down, they're like, haha, see, Omar, it's down. Mm. Look at you, it's crap. And then when it's up, they're like, oh, no, it's too high for me. I'm not jumping into this crap. <laughs> and right now, they're just like, no, I've heard all these rumors of da da da. It's not going up to $300,000. And I'm like, this is different than a celebrity saying it, like it used to be in 2017 or leading up to that. This is banks telling the people that have funded your home yeah. are, are saying that Bitcoin's going through the price. So I think they're going to have to have some percentage of bank wealth or assets under management because that's the only thing that's it's hard money cash is nothing at the moment cash doesn't do crap and i, I think what i'm starting to realize and what i kind of like about the the crypto thing is they seem uncorruptible oh mm. you know if if, the, if you have control of your currency it, as you said it's within that community then yeah. it can't be manipulated like nope. what the banks have done with mm -hmm. and the federal reserve and things like that yeah, I mean, a lot of them have already been lost. So people mm. had their hard drive and it had a thousand bitcoins oh, on yes. them. When, yep. you, know, you hear about these stories. So the estimates are around 20% have been lost. So there might only ever be maybe 15 million bitcoin, for example. So it just it becomes more and more scarce over time um, yeah. as, as yeah people lose it, but also it gets adopted more. And then the big one is as more money comes in. And just like it didn't come through Wall Street, or Silicon Valley, so they didn't really get time to see it and invest early. It really was mum and dad investors and mm. you know, kind of geeks on the internet that mm. got rich and they're the ones that now have money to you know, kind of work on it or have a YouTube channel or do it you know, yeah. to help the, help the network grow and that's really cool because normally you'd get to the VC funding stage and the bank would shut you down or, or they would take ownership or they'd buy you out or whatever it is. So it's, it's just got this really unique set of circumstances and aspects to it and properties. It's almost like it's you know thought of every problem in advance because every time you think, oh, well, what about this? Or what if the power goes off? Well, there's lots of people running solar setups and most mm. of the energy, because it uses an enormous amount of energy and that's a big criticism, but most of that is renewable. You know, you don't set up a coal power plant to pay a huge power bill to run a Bitcoin farm. You set up next to a hydro dam or a big solar yeah. mm. setup. So... Yeah, mm -hmm. such a big All topic, man, and wow. um, it's just oh god. And then we could also move into so that was so the Bitcoin was I would say the most successful coin in that was built on blockchain. Correct? Would you say that that's the most successful bulletproof? Uh, the well, only it was the first it was really the first use of blockchain technology. There we go. It, com it combined a lot of other concepts, um, but then there was a lot of copycat coins. 
So mm. people thought, oh, you know what? I'm going to make one that's a little bit, um, you know, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit faster. It's a little bit more private. I'm going to call it this cool name. So there's kind of like little joke currencies and knockoffs. And most of them are, you know, either, either novelty or scams or they're going to die out. Mm. Uh, but then we had some newer ones come out that were doing some really cool ideas that weren't trying to really be money or compete with Bitcoin. Uh, and the number two coin is Ethereum. And mm. that's basically the same system with all the people that are allowed to run this software or program, but they're trying to rebuild the internet. So rather mm. than having all the banks controlling money and rather than having now all the uh, big tech companies controlling the internet, we're trying to build a new internet with Ethereum where anyone can run an app and, and you know, Facebook can't delete your post or Twitter can't censor mm. Trump's tweet. And so the people and the users are going to be in control of the internet. Mm. Yeah. Now that's a uh, totally another episode. Huge another topic, yeah. That's a, And also it goes from the, the Ethereum and then also into decentralized financing where you're able to get these um, yield on your assets like Bitcoin um, or you could be farming coins. It, it just goes into this whole other world. So like at the moment, bank accounts, they only give you 0.1% or 1%. There's DeFi protocols that are giving you 10% for Ethereum, you know, mm. and you're getting paid out weekly. My mum, uh, here's a story, Alex. My mum has got a crypto.com account, even though you hate them, <laughs> even though you hate crypto.com, she's got a credit, she's got one of the Ruby cards. She, we put in a certain amount of cash in there for now. Um, in locked up in their earn protocol, so she's getting ten percent um, tether, paid out weekly, and then she transfers that money onto her card, and she's using that. Look at that! So, and so she's and she's getting a hundred US dollars a week. And how old is Mama Omar? Seventy-five years Se old. Look at that! Seventy-five years old, getting in on the game. I love it. And getting more money from the banks with less uh, with less principal. And also, there's even days where I'm like, oh, how's that going? And she goes, oh, actually, the other day I converted that money into Bitcoin, and now it's up ten percent. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what have you done now? Have you sold it? And she's like, yes, I did. I made ten percent, and I've used that. I bought a coffee. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so even my mother, who is seventy-five years old, I gave her an entry into the game. That's great. She understands it and she is completely different because people at the moment banks are zero nearly zero percent mm. you know it's ridiculous so that is just a case there that someone you know it's just it's there to be used so there we go it's a very cool story brilliant yeah because banks still make money at the moment and even though they give you and i zero percent there's still people that are borrowing money and have credit card bills that are ten percent so this is where the ten percent comes from in crypto land there's people that mm. need to borrow money for their business or for trading or whatever and it just becomes peer-to-peer -peer because of the two people run the software. There's no banker mm. in the middle that takes a fee. No and that's dirty what we're trying man. to do. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, well, that's good. I think that was a very good intro into um, Bitcoin, a bit of... So what do you think? Uh, the well, value of the dollar, I mean, what are you thinking, you, Noel? Been, this is for you. You've been trying to get... He's been trying to get me into this for a little while. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sure like, yeah, sure, I'll get up and then I'll get a bat wallet or whatever you wanted me to do or something. Brave, brave browser. Okay, something like that. <laughs> and, uh, you know... Learning more about the more I learn about it, mm. the more I like how it's a little bit Robin Hoodie. Mm. You know what I mean? It's 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 taken from the rich and given back to the poor a little bit. You know, in, in, the, so. in the sense of control. Mm. You know, we're, we're getting we're getting away from the big bankers being in control, and we're starting mm. to have a little bit more control as as people. And I like that. And mm. so yeah, I think uh, you know. We'll, we'll, I just need to spend a bit of time setting myself up, don't totally. I, Omar? But you've got the so, idea. Yeah. You've got the yeah. full idea, and also yeah. the thing with banks as well is like with Bitcoin, it's your Bitcoin in your wallet, and if yeah. you lose it, that's your fault. Yeah, you well, know, the, if the, you send it, that's the ultimate, the ultimate goal, and the only way that I see that Bitcoin could fail is that hmm. central banks and governments become more responsible. So this thing, eighteen months ago, they literally laughed at it. They said this thing is so small and so niche, and it's never going to affect the way we think or conduct monetary policy. And here we are, 18 months later, and they're all coming out with their own cryptocurrencies because the mm. technology is actually so much better for payments um, than the old bank systems that haven't been upgraded for 20 or 30 years. But now that they're printing so much money, someone literally said just this week for the first time, a central bank has said that Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are going to you know, make people more accountable. You, you can print trillions of dollars if you want, but more people are going to keep opting out and using Bitcoin if you keep doing that. And so if they said, mm. you know what, you're right, we're not going to print any more money, then it kind of becomes, well, 
hmm, is Bitcoin a great store of value anymore? Maybe, you know, still payments and other things, but that would be the way to make Bitcoin less attractive. But they're never going to mm. do that because they've got so much debt and they've promised everyone a pension and Too, you know, they're yeah, going to have to print yeah. so much money. It's, it's nuts. But we, we've got our wealth stored and it's there. It's in our control. We're accountable for it. And yeah. But I, I like the fact that, say, that you can lose a Bitcoin. You can. So if you leave it on a thumb drive or something, like I imagine in like, in like 20 years' time, it'll be like Indiana Jones 45. Oh. And he's like breaking into some office building to like retrieve yes. some like some uh, like a flash drive with which has got some bitcoin on it that's like worth a fortune so, or something so you can you can back up you can make a copy of your flash drive you can mm. remember 12 words in your head and that's an mm. that's a like a double backup these days you can choose a photo in your home and scan it wow, and that'll that. oh, that'll yeah. recognize as your like password awesome. so there's all these funky things you can do to have extra layers of protection yeah, there was that That's guy, cool. in, I think it was in Russia, that threw away a hard drive for, with 60,000 Bitcoin on it, oh, and no. he went to the dump to find it. This was at the <laughs> beginning of 2017, I remember that, and you hear, you heard all those stories. Even my friends, it goes, oh, I've got, one of my friends said he lost 75 Bitcoin. Um, I've lost 20-something. I got scammed out of Bitcoin. I've <laughs> oh, lost Bitcoin. No. I would send Bitcoin to the wrong address at the very early stage, at the early days, you know. See, you, that's, it's, it's, it that's, goes. It, kind of, it is hard to tell sometimes which, which Bitcoins are real or not, really, isn't that's, it? Like, you that's can, right. It's kind of hard to... Like, are you getting, you know, because it's just something on a website. It's easy to go down a rabbit hole. And yeah, get and there's lots of other coins. As Alex said, there's so many coins that people can just build. And oh, yeah. Alex, what would... We're there's lots I think that's what you're meaning. There's, there's lots that's of what places that'll tell you you're buying Bitcoin and you're not. So you've got to stick to mm, the official mm. websites. Yeah. And don't go and buy Bitcoin Cash. That's right. That's so, the thing. That's a coin which is a scam coin. Okay, I would say. Cool. Yeah. Well, well, we should we should probably test Alex's knowledge on. Okay, I'm excited on, on uh, some of these. Bitcoin. So we've got a little game here, Alex. We've got something here. We quickly want to test you on something here. On it's called uh, which crypto? Oh, is is it real or is it not? Which crypto coin uh, um, currencies are real and which ones of these are false? So Omar's going to read some out, and mm. you have to tell us whether it's a real cryptocurrency or it's a fake one. Uh, yeah. So let's see. Out of the, out of the ten thousand on the internet, I'll give it a crack. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, right. I'm sure, I'm sure you should. You, you, let's see. So is this one real or is this one false? So um, the first one is Jesus Coin. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. Oh, yeah, correct. Yeah, nice work. Sec second one is ya ya Yam Token. Yam yeah. Token. Yam. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. That's a real correct. one. Yeah, 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 really yeah. Uh, what about this one? Corona Coin. Yeah, that's real. Oh, is it? No, it's not. It's is false. It not? That one was a trick one. Yeah, it's we, a trick one. We got, yeah, we got, yeah. Is it actually a Corona Coin? Unless there, there is one. <laughs> we couldn't find it. Yeah, there's a Corona Coin. Like, oh, oh, there is. God, no, all right, that one's real. Right, put, <laughs> okay. put it real. Okay, put it real. Yeah, real. Yeah. What about Sex Coin? Oh, they're, yeah, they're, they're, I'm sure I've seen Damn one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there is, there is. Okay, I've got one here. Coin coin. I'd say, I'd, I'd say yes, yeah. No, it's oh, not. That one's a that's fake one. one. We made that up. Yeah. What about Putin coin? Putin coin? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. That's a real one. Here we go. Sloth token. Sloth token? Oh, I haven't heard of that <laughs> one, no. I'm just, I'm Googling no. coin coin. How can no one have thought of CoinCoin coin yet? Damn it. We have to claim that one because that's Alex ass. is going to buy it. That's CoinCoin. Coin. <laughs> it's CoinCoin. Coin. What about Sloth Token? Because that one's there's videos. <laughs> there's videos here about CoinCoin. Coin. Oh, anyway. Okay. Oh, oh, damn it. Our game is ruined. Anyway, let's play wrong for fun. Sausage Token. <laughs> oh, God. Is that one of those adult entertainment websites, is it? <laughs> uh, that's, what, that's how you pay for it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and we've also, that's a false one. And then we've also got woodpecker token, <laughs> <laughs> and that's fake. And then of course the last one is Jeremy Renner coin. Do you know Jeremy Renner? Uh, no. Oh my God, he doesn't know the great one. Uh, oh, he's he's the he's Hawks. Uh, is it Hawkeye? Hawkeye. Hawkeye from the Avengers. From the Avengers. Little, that actor. He's an actor. Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't have his own. He, we yeah, kind of we have a little obsession. I know him when I say we, hey, yeah, I don't get tired yeah. to watch movies these days. <laughs> nah, man, not in a bull run either. Um, but we've there's so many coins, man. We went through. There's a such like sex coin has got it's four, valued at four cents. It's already got a market cap of like five hundred and three thousand. Uh, I'll give tokens. you. I'll give you. Um, uh, have you got the market cap thing open? Go go to the top of the page there and go uh, uh, go to type coin. in. Uh, well, a few of my favorites. There's a there's a Spank Coin, and that's actually a really good okay. project. Really? Yeah. And you um on the platform you earn booty booty coin from your Spank Coin. 
<laughs> oh, that's great. Spanked yeah, I like the fun ones. I like the fun ones. Yeah, They're but they great. probably have got no value. Oh, that's not. Spank have you coin? used Spank Coin? Spank Chain? Spank Coin? I won't answer that Spank question. Chain. No, <laughs> but um, in all seriousness, so the reason I like this one is because we joke about porn mm-hmm. and adult entertainment, but that's another industry that can't get a bank account. And the porn stars are, you know, they've got to go to their bosses and you think about the payment and the money and how much they get. Once you cut out all these kind of middlemen and now there's, you know, girls or guys at home that are doing their thing to the camera live mm, and people fans. at home can pay them yeah. live with the crypto and then, you know, mm-hmm. they're not in danger of being assaulted. Like there's a lot of good that can come from something as silly mm-hmm. as called Spank Chain, which is really cool. Yeah, I've met totally. these. I've met some of the some of the chicks from Spank Chain were in Australia at a crypto conference, and that's how I came across the whole thing. Yeah, ah, interesting. Oh, like you stumbled into an accident there. Um, <laughs> so that yeah, was just yeah, we, great we, knowledge there on what's real and what's not. That was yeah, great. yeah. yeah. We, um, what we also do is we, uh, Alex, just at the very end of it, we also just do a, like a bit of a hypothetical question. So we're going to send you a qu- bit of a question there, um, and, and see what you think. So Noel, go first. Okay, so I've got the first hypothetical question. You yep. ready for this? Yeah. Uh, do you believe in yowies? How's a yowie? A yowie is, an, don't you know, a yowie is a, an Australian Bigfoot. Oh. Oh, the, okay, crypto. Sorry, I wrote this before we knew we were... Yeah, it's crypto cryptocurrency because anyway, he got so confused. With yowies crypt- are Australian Bigfoot. Ah, okay. L- look out for those in uh, Tasmania, mate. They'll... they'll uh, I they'll love, I love conspiracies, so I'd love to say Bigfoot, yeah. Oh, look up look up Australian yowies. It's a good time. Okay. It's a good time. Well, I Tas- need are they Tasmania? Are they down in Tasmania? Uh, oh. They're all over Australia. They're like Australia's Bigfoot. They... Truck drivers see them all the time running in front of roads and, and their what? trucks. And, oh, mate. I need, we need to get Trust an expert me. on There's here. This guy, and he's got a, on YouTube, and he's, it's called Yowie Encounters Radio or something. And he, <laughs> and he takes audio and he, uh, recordings and he, of people who have had encounters. And they give their, you know, they give their account of their sighting. Oh, really? Writing. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's, I need to research that. It's fascinating. That. Yeah, look into that. Anyway, proper question. Sorry okay. about that. Yeah, get away uh, from this. If you, if you were to create your own token, what would you want to call it? Oh, that's we, a we were damn going over those funny names before. Have you, have you ever thought about what you'd yeah, want to call it? Yeah, there's already nugget, nuggets out there. Nugget coin, I think. Is um, that yours? No, no, it's not mine. Um, oh. Oh geez, what would you call it? Um, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to come back to you because if I'm gonna do something, I've often thought about it. I like if I'm gonna do one, I want it to be like good. I don't want to muck around. Yeah. I want it to get to the yeah. top ten. And yeah, god damn it, coin coins already fucking taken. I know coin coin. I, I would like coin coin. That was a good one. Oh wow, okay. And so yours would it would be something that would have to be in the top ten. So see, this is it. Yeah. So you'll you'll make something that has to be very good and used all the time, right? Well, I see lots of things, and I see the gaps in the market. And you know, I think once this other stuff's died down, and I've got some more time, I'd like to start something. Yeah. Put it that way. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's launch on Ethereum. I'll buy some of that token. Yeah. Um, and my question is: Here we go. Uh, like, for me, this is what a big question. Will we ever discover the true identity of Satoshi Nakamoto? Now, to, sorry, to, to me, the, the dummy, this is the guy that cr- supposedly created yeah. the, the well, Bitcoin? Or guy, group of guys, females, it could be anything. Oh, okay. But we don't really know who Satoshi Nakamoto is, and do we care? Uh... Yeah, like I kind of got a feeling it was a group of people, and one of the suspect, like one of the guys, has already um, passed away who we think it might have been involved. So, look, maybe um, I think if we were going to, we would have found it out by now. Right. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. That seals that it's deal. Kind of like a mystery, eh? It's like- but he's got a billion Bitcoin sitting there. Oh, really? No, sorry, a million Bitcoin sitting there, doesn't he? Yeah. And his old Genesis block, Genesis Satoshi wallet. So it's wow. just sitting there, and it hasn't moved. Spooky. You like conspiracy theories? Yeah, it is. Yeah, there that's great. I'm telling you, this in the, in the future, that's how movies are going to be. You know, like, uh, what's the one with um, Nicolas Cage where they're oh, the yes. mysteries? Yeah. Uh, the Book of Se- American Book of Secrets or whatever Something it is. like that, yeah. Something yeah, crap like that, Nicolas ones. Cage. It'll be, that'll be your life. Right, Hunt for the Last Ledger. Yeah, something like that. Something all, like that. All, our, all our movies will be about adventurers trying to find USB drives. Ah, that last bit of Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Pirate booty. Well, there we go, Alex. That was a fantastic intro into the market. Thank you very much for coming on here. Um, yeah, thank you, bro. That was awesome. I learned a lot. Yeah, you should have. You made a lot of notes as well. Yeah. Do you have any any questions for us? Uh, what made you guys want to start start doing podcasts? Oh, dude. Just attention. <laughs> yeah, uh, attention. <laughs> no. Yeah. no, no, no. We, 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 um, well, because Omar was living in Sydney and we, we just had a catch up and we thought it might be a fun thing to do. We seemed to... 
mm. have, a, have a lot to say sometimes mm. and we just thought it would be a bit of fun and you know what it is and that's yeah. the most important thing and that's why we chose the name that we did is because we just just like to have and ha- shit and the giggle and about how are you life um how are you growing yeah. in the charts how long to you number one oh Oh, number one. Oh. Well, we've got to beat Joe Rogan first, I think. Three and a half weeks or something? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, oh, no idea, mate. No idea. It's just for fun. It's just for fun. But the good thing is we've grown substantially in different areas, which has been, yeah. we always bring it up. Like one week we were 10,000 listens, then the next week we got to 20,000, just like that. And now we're around the 40. Yeah. Um, a week, it's, uh, it's building momentum. It's building momentum. Yeah. And the cool thing is what I love about it and why I wanted to start this is because I saw so many people doing it um and you didn't ha- it wasn't socially geographically you didn't have to be post you didn't have to be in new zealand and get the audience of new zealand is what i'm trying yeah, to say yeah, yeah, yeah. so um my audience i love entertainment i'm an actor as well i've got a business owner uh, me and noel went to film school with each other in uh, 12 years ago 2007 and we were making things uh, we made a production company filming things so, so we've, we've always, always been creative and we love way. being creative and we've just found this is a really good niche to get our voice out there we're very we're not the traditional um, you know, laugh, laugh, keep keep everything censored. We like to just express ourselves, that's right. and we, that's we found this medium is doing that, and we've been doing exactly that. We haven't toned it down. We've said what we had to say, and people are finding it funny, and they keep coming back. So we uh, j- just found this platform, and we can be ourselves, and that's I what we love about it. That's what's what keeps it real is that we're very truthful and honest. Mm. So even if it's something that maybe somebody doesn't want to hear, or they might not agree with. You know, even you know, we might even change our minds, or but in the moment we try to be as honest and as raw as possible, really. Mm. And we yeah. say our opinions about everything. If we say something's crap, we say it's crap. And if right. a sponsor comes on and gives us something, like we got a sponsor of this protein stuff, and they paid for the episode, we Gave tried it. Shit. It was crap. Gave my mother shit. I had the, and I said that on the thing, and they said, "Oh, I'm sorry, Omar, you can have a lifetime supply. Why would I want a lifetime supply <laughs> of the stuff that myself. you made me crap?" They're trying you to know? And yeah. they're, yeah, exactly. That's right. So they give it to me, I bloat instantly. Um, so, <laughs> so it, that's so it's just fun, man. And we're getting sponsors on board. Um, we, we're just also we're, now yeah, we, we want to go into tipped in crypto. Yeah, we're getting cri- tipped. We got Brave browsers. We're getting tipped a lot as well, which is good. Our YouTube, YouTube is just a weird thing. I love how you're not doing sponsors anymore. You're, you're not doing that. You're not monetizing it. Is that what you're doing? No, nah, there's too many scam ads on YouTube, so we had to give them mm. a miss. Yeah, yeah, and that's good, man. Uh, I respect you for doing that of as course, well because yeah, lots because of because they would target your they do videos. Of course, they would. And, yeah, and and they've also got this like Elon Musk is giving away cryptocurrencies, and someone did it the other day. Sent over a half well five hundred thousand Cardano the wow. other day, and he was an expert in the field, and he just gave it away. He goes, "I just got scammed. I saw it on Reddit," and I was like, "But dude, you, we've talked about this. Everyone in the crypto sphere knows that these ads are fake." You know, it's not Vitalik Bruderin talking about Ethereum or whatever. It's it's just someone that's put a scam address up there and people are sending to it. It's like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They're the new uh, cold callers, aren't they? Mm, basically, the, yeah. yeah. Mm. People are scamming out of your Bitcoin. But um, no, uh, yeah, so that's. I hope that answered the question. <laughs> not, I've enjoyed it, guys. And um, thank I wish you very you much. The best. I'm what sure we're going to keep growing, so we'll have to do it again in the future. Totally, oh, my man. Would love Definitely. love you to be back on and talk more about Ethereum and other bits and pieces. But uh, where can people go? We'll also do a bit of a link in for you. But we're going to have lots of questions here. People are going to want to know more about cryptocurrencies and how do they get involved. And this is why we, we want to also move into the education side of podcasts as well. And this is what this is with a bit of a spin, uh, the funny side. And we, we want people at the end of this to go to you because for me, for bare basic people that have got no understanding about cryptocurrency, I feel that you're the best and accommodating at doing that. Taking people on, giving them the bare basics of chart analysis, um, information, digestible information that's easy to understand. Also, he, Alex mm. and Nuggets News has got very, um, just they give you all of the information, the yeah. wallets, where to put the right wallets, how to buy a ledger, where to trade it. It's all there on in one it's a area. one-stop shop. It exactly is. So, Alex, where do people have to go for this? Um, over on nuggetsnews.com.au, uh, there's now a link to mm-hmm. our new education center, which is called Collective Shift. And that's just got, yeah, hundreds of free units of information and education. Uh, and for those people that are like getting more serious, um, we've got research as well. So we do have paid stuff if you're interested in that, but all the beginner stuff is free. 
Mm, awesome. I love it. I love Brilliant. being part of the community, even though I'm an expert. Yeah. In it, and also, I'm doing a lot of charting. Alex sees my charting yeah. and my graphs. But then and you, you can mentor people like me. You know? I am you trying take, to. You take me under his wing. I, I, so I try. I try to, but you just don't know what this is. What This is for you. You've got to understand what this is. Well, can, we do, can we do cryptos next week then? Cryptos what? Uh, cryptoids. No, we're not getting into that. Oh. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Maybe we'll think about it. Yeah, but Alex... Thank you very much. Thank you very much for that. And also for the audience, people out there, I hope you guys loved it. I had a very good episode. That was a, a special episode of the Crypto. You learned a bit. Learned a bit. Everyone out there learned a bit. A lot of bits. Uh, lots of bits. Yep. Bits of coins. And hopefully you guys can jump on the bandwagon because oh, this is it's changing the world right now. It's going through the roof. And um, any last words, Noel? Um, just uh, thanks to Alex again. And uh, looking forward to doing it again sometime soon. Thanks, totally. guys. Thank you very much, guys. And goodbye. Au revoir. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reference on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice whatsoever. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions, standards, or policies of the owner.